0: Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's daily politics podcast. I'm Isabel Hardman and this is the Sunday Roundup. A new potential scandal has threatened to hit Rishi Sunak after a report that Suella Braverman may have asked civil servants to organise a special treatment for her following a speeding ticket. She has since accepted the three points on her licence, but Laura Koonsberg asked Conservative MP Jake Berry if there should be an official investigation into whether she might have broken the ministerial code by misusing the civil service. Should there just be an investigation into what Suella Braverman did, just clear it up, get it out of the way?
1: Well, I don't think we've seen enough about this story. It certainly brings into question, I think, the use of civil civil servants, so I think there's definitely questions to be answered let's see what's said I guess it will be in the House of Commons an urgent question or a statement about it on Monday let's see what's said there but look this is part of you know people just get speeding fines right you know the Archbishop of Canterbury Andy Burnham Rob Jenrick Tom Tuganat these public figures and you just shouldn't do it in the first place but if you do get caught you just take the medicine and let's see where we get to uh with this case on, on Monday in the Commons.
0: English water companies have apologised this week after the Environment Agency figures showed there were in excess of 300,000 sewage spills last year. Investment to improve water infrastructure is planned, but consumers will have to pay for it through their water bills. Coffee told Sophie Ridge she was angry with the behaviour of the water companies, but pointed out that the cleanliness of the country's waters has actually increased since 2010.
1: Another example that some people may say is a government that's not in control of sewage uh, in your department. Dirty rivers, dirty beaches, 300,000 spill events in England last year.
2: Is the situation acceptable? Well, I don't think it's acceptable, but that's why the water companies are already under a criminal investigation. Mm. and that investigation was initiated, I think it was last year. There's also uh, investigations being done by the economic regulators, so together, the Environment Agency and Ofwat have got are that you combined investigation. Are you angry towards the water companies? I have to say, I'm pretty fed up with the water companies, and we've seen an apology this week. Uh, which is the right thing for them to have done. I think what's important is to make sure that we have a plan and we set out a plan for water Mm -hmm. to try and tackle these issues. And let's just bear in mind, people didn't know about these things until it was just over a decade ago. It was a Conservative minister, Richard Bennion, who initiated that we were going to start making sure all these sites were monitored. All of that will be completed by the end of the year and that information is publicly available. Energy prices are set to fall as the year goes on, but
0: state subsidies are also ending, meaning only the lowest-income households will continue to get help with their bills. In practice, this will make next winter's bills very difficult to manage for many people. Broadcaster Martin Lewis asked Therese Coffey if more support might be coming, given that the expenditure on state subsidies was much lower than had been predicted. She appeared to confirm that there would be no further subsidies.
3: Martin Coffee has just said there is still support for people available.
2: There is support for people on the lowest incomes. The important thing that will happen in July that we haven't seen since last October is the energy price guarantee ends, which means the state subsidy of everyone's bills is ending you know nine months earlier than it was predicted to the expenditure on it is tens of billions of pounds less than we thought there is money to help those on lower and middle incomes and it's the people just above the threshold who don't get the cost of living help for whom £2,000 a year energy bills are unaffordable is there any help going to be for those people because I haven't heard of it you haven't announced any so is any help coming for them
3: briefly please
2: well the The Chancellor set out our plans uh, several months ago on what was happening there, and uh, I'm conscious that there is only a limited amount of support going to every uh, bill payer, uh, but I think the critical thing that people will be expecting from the government is getting that electricity pipeline flowing within our own country rather than constantly being reliant uh, okay. on aspects of the link to the gas prices around the world.
0: OK, which viewers will have heard this morning you don't want in your own constituency. Anyway, let's look, have a look at another big That's problem. The in your We're in, having well, a
2: nuclear power station. There are wind farms we, already we, coming gone short. Well Labour's Liz Kendall told
0: Sophie Ridge that the NHS was not designed to deal with the long-term chronic conditions of an ageing population. She spoke about Labour's plans to reform health care by focusing on prevention, hiring more doctors, nurses and care workers and moving healthcare out of hospitals into local communities. But Ridge questioned whether Labour could enact their plans without an increase on wealth taxes.
1: I'm talking seriously here about money, right? Because you're talking about huge... Mm -hmm. You're talking about 1945-style reformation of a national care service. You're talking about chronic staffing shortages. Mm -mm. Are you looking at potentially wealth taxes? The the reason I'm asking this is back in 2021... Kirstan was asked how he would fund an increase in social care funding. He says those that earn their money in ways other than work should pay their own share. People who earn their money from properties, dividends, stock shares, they should be looked at. So that was back in 2021. I assume you have been looking at it. Are you looking at wealth taxes to try and bolster? We're not.
3: And you'll know that I'm not going to sit here and pluck out figures out of nowhere when goodness knows what the state of the economy will be by the time of the next general election. We've been pretty honest... Where we do want to see increases in investment, where we'll get the money from, Uh, we've said that we'll scrap the non-dom tax status in order to to fund the biggest workforce expansion in the NHS's history: 10,000 more nurses, uh, doubling the number of medical school places, 5,000 more district nurses. You'll forgive me why I'm sceptical
1: that you're planning the biggest transformation since 1945, when the NHS was
3: created, if you're not saying that there's going to be any more money to fund it. But whilst extra investment is essential, what I would argue here, Sophie, is reform is absolutely part of it too. Sure. That part why of it have too we got? Why well, have alongside. we got? But we have said we will increase funding what, 3.2 to support billion from non-dom tax status. Uh, Yes. Now, private schools, 7 billion I mean, this is. This you is may not. Th- well, I don't think money alone is the solution. And if you don't think ten thousand more nurses are That's doubling what I'm the saying. number I'm, of I'm questioning spaces. whether you can
1: do a, a, a reform similar to 1945 when you're talking about you know around five six billion pounds extra money.
3: But this is about reform. Why why does a family have to ring six or seven different numbers to try and get the services that their elderly parent needs? Why don't we have one team, because there's one person and they don't see their needs in separate service silos? Reform can make a huge difference. If you look at delayed discharges from hospital, £1.7 billion spent last year on elderly people in hospital who didn't need to be there. Imagine the difference that could make if that was spent in the community or at home. Reform alongside investment is what we need to make the NHS fit for the future. And lastly, Arnold Schwarzenegger talked to Laura Koonsberg about
0: climate activism. She asked him whether disruptive protesters were going about things the right way. And he suggested that activists meant well, but were frustrated by the inaction of their governments and felt compelled to do anything to be heard. The activists involved sometimes now are taking quite extreme action to cause disruption to people's lives
1: to raise the cause. Is that the right way to go about it?
4: This is a very passionate people. These are people that uh, mean well. They're maybe not going about it in a way that we would like them to go about it. But the bottom line is, is people worldwide are angry about government because they just have excuses after excuses why they cannot get it done. I mean, think about it, that the world signed an agreement in 2015 in Paris to go and to reduce greenhouse gases by a certain percentage. Well, 70% of the countries have not really lived up to their promise. So, so now you live in one of those countries, and you say to yourself, wait a minute, including Austria has not lived up to its promise. So there's 70% of the countries that have lived, not lived up to their promise. So people are angry. They say, what can I do? So they go and just do anything. Because they're angry and they're frustrated. So governments always find excuses after excuses why it is expensive. It's this or that. I don't know what they're talking about. It's just the will is not there. And they're worried about selling out and all of these kind of things and maybe disappointing the oil companies or the car manufacturers. It needs leadership and it needs people to come together.
0: That's all for this week. I'm Isabel Hardman and this podcast was produced by Joe Bedell-Brell. Don't forget to subscribe to the Coffee House Shots podcast on the iTunes store. And if you enjoyed this podcast, do subscribe to our daily Evening Blend email. It's a free roundup of all the political news each day, along with analysis and a diary on what to expect next. Just go to spectator.co.uk forward slash blend. Thanks for listening and do join us again next week.